three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight we have Christian B in the building. How are you doing tonight, Christian? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm very flattered that you hit me up uh, to be on your show, man. So thank you for having me here. Is this your first time on someone else's show? Or? No, I've done other I've done other shows, uh, but I think the most recent one I've done was also I did one in person. The last one I did virtually was like we discussed a book, and oh. I was like, you know, I'm so like I'm this is I'm still getting used to being interviewed when I'm typically the one interviewing others. So uh, I'm yeah. excited. It's always weird to be on this side. <laughs> I, I know the feeling, man. I know the feeling. Um, yeah, for, for you and the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, let me just break it down real quick. Uh, typically, we start off with a warm-up. After the warm-up, we'll turn to an icebreaker. After the icebreaker, we'll get into the main meet, which is the Wheel of Fate. We'll spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on. That's how the conversation will kind of flow. And after all that, we'll finish out with some closeout questions. How's that sound to you, Christian? Oh, man, this is so structured, man. This is like, <laughs> You're on a tight ship, my friend. I mean, I, I like to to I define the guidelines and then we can freestyle within them. You know? so that, Hell yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, before we, we jump into the warm up, let me just ask you how you been. You've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been lately, man? Um, Dude, uh, the life as a creative is an interesting is an interesting life because it's it's mixed with so many emotions with the emotion at the forefront being gratefulness you know i'm just like i'm so grateful and blessed to have this creative outlet that people kind of like that people mess with and um it's i don't know it's 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 dope to have this passion and this skill set that goes beyond the the boundaries of a nine to five that goes beyond the boundaries of a routine lifestyle so that's so dope but on top of that and what comes with being a creative is uh stuff like self-doubt am i good enough is this like is this worth the time uh and sometimes especially as a podcaster when you podcast alone uh it could feel kind of lonely and then sometimes some people just slide into your dms and be like yo do you want to do uh <laughs> my show and i'm like oh man that's so much dopamine that's releasing right now People, people want me to be on their show, and that's so flattering. So, uh, long story short, I mean, it's 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 a wild ride, but I'm loving it every step of the way. I'm good, man. I feel you, man. Uh, I'm sure there's there's a lot more I could dig into, but I just wanted to make that to be our introductory question. Uh, let's just let's hop into the to the warm up, and I'll probably touch back on that answer you just gave me, but uh, we'll do that a little later down the line. Cool. Let's jump into the warm up. Uh, so. My first question for you in the warm-up is what would you like the audience to know about you like if you're gonna meet someone for the first time like i guess you are right now <laughs> what mm -hmm. would you like me to know about you man um right off the bat that um that i'm a weird dude probably like <laughs> and that weird is good i mean uh i i want people to know that i have the best intentions when I meet them. I, I always get this typical thing like when I meet people that because I'm like a I'm a really nice guy. I've grown up a really nice guy. But in this day and age where people where people are on their own, own like uh what's that? 
I'm a bad bitch type thing. Like, <laughs> uh, don't fuck with me type thing. You know, like, uh, where if, when someone comes off really nice in the first five seconds, the yeah. immediate thought is just like, I don't trust this guy. And I want people to know that you could trust me. This is, this is what you're seeing is what you get, basically. So, um, I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah, that, that is always like something that I think about as well, where, I don't know if people think, you know, it's sometimes too good to be true, uh, how nice a person can be. Um, but as far you spoke about being weird, you mean you're weird as being so nice that it almost feels that way? Like people don't trust where you're coming from and your energy at times? I mean, it's not uh, the me calling myself weird doesn't specifically correlate to that okay. aspect. It's just I want you to know that like I I don't know. I want people to know my individuality and that, you know, uh growing up i grew up in the 90s and so like it was always kind of a uh it was always bad to be different especially like as a as a straight filipino male that comes from like a machismo uh household mm -hmm. it was weird that i didn't play sports but instead i played instruments it was weird that i didn't play sports but instead i like did improv type of thing and that like you know that i spoke differently than your average filipino guy uh, in the Bay Area and I used to like beat myself up about it and like I was just like I would try to fit in but now that I'm like uh, I'm like 30 now and gotcha. for, the, for the past decade or ever since I started like getting more social in high school and like letting that weirdness out that's when things like kind of fell into place and like people started to I found my true friends I found uh, the people that truly fucked with me and uh yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's so cliche, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, but, you know, I was just myself. And uh, for those that are trying to have some like self-identity crisis type stuff, like just be yourself. Like, and then the people will, will acknowledge the best parts of you. For sure. I was going to ask, um, how did, when did you start learning about yourself? Kind of being, realizing that you are different from like, other, your peers uh, or joining improv something that's on my list man i never got to do it or haven't yet not gonna say I, I never will but uh yeah when did you start realizing for yourself like hey i, I what what how am i this feeling that i'm feeling of like those are those people and i'm who i am <laughs> uh three things uh first thing you should definitely do improv one of these days it's so fun it's so fun if you just let go uh second thing uh man i like you these are great questions man there. <laughs> appreciate this that is this is dope. Um, and uh, third thing, the actual answer to your question is uh, <laughs> probably, probably in high school when I did improv. It was like gotcha. it was probably my sophomore year. I was like pretty awkward. I'd moved from uh, Pittsburgh, California to Benicia, California, mm -hmm. and things things are a little different there um culture is different and being a new kid in especially in the time where uh like when you're 12 years old when you're like really trying to understand yourself socially emotionally you know hormonally um yeah uh i was awkward from seventh grade eighth grade ninth grade and uh it wasn't until like one day they were saying like oh go uh during lunchtime there's gonna be uh the junior varsity improv show it's crazy that my school had like varsity and junior varsity as if we were like <laughs> a football team <laughs> but for improv um, that's crazy yeah for improv yeah man 
uh, there was a hierarchy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, lunchtime, I saw my first improv show. And I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, this is like that one thing on TV. Whose line is it anyway? And I was like, I yep. think I could do that. <laughs> For sure. And so I think this was one of the first times I actually uh, set a goal in my mind. And I went through with it. The goal being, I'm going to, whatever they're doing on stage, I'm going to do it. And so I found out what the auditions were going to be for the following year. And so come junior year, I auditioned and I got into the junior varsity team and I did those lunchtime shows. And I was like, wow, I dig this. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I auditioned uh, or and, and then I got bumped up to to varsity. Like, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, <laughs> uh, you, got earned you earned it. You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, and with that, I found myself because improv is is letting go of that filter that we all basically have. The filter, any social filter that you want of just like, hey, like, uh, I'm, well, what if the, what 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 are they gonna think of me if I say this? What am I gonna think? What are they gonna think of me if I say that? Where when you're doing improv and you're on stage and you don't have the time to even think about that. And you just do and then you get that validation of what your initial gut feeling that you did uh you got you got that validation of just like you made the right choice right there christian you're funny or like they like this side of you and like oh they like that and like that reinforces my self-love for myself at such a sensitive age that i was just like okay i'm gonna lean hard into that and that's who you know christian baltazar is now today that's what's up man um, one thing about improv that I feel like draws me in or is appealing to me was there's there was this um, I don't know I don't know if you're big on speeches and quotes and like that but uh, even Colbert was doing uh, some speech for a college at his alma mater talked about improv and how improv taught him how he's not the most person and how everybody else is yeah um, yeah would you agree with that I mean <laughs> absolutely absolutely um to expand on that i mean a lot of people say like you should do stand-up uh like since you since you're so good at improv you could do stand-up and i completely disagree mm. both in the same category but different beasts right stand-up being uh you're up there by yourself stand-up being that uh you prepare this three to five minutes a ten minute set uh you know to the fucking T, like where the words are lined up and whatnot. Yeah. And improv, just being on the fly with the team, uh, it's not about you all the time. Sometimes you're there to elevate uh, the person that's the funny one in the scene. Oh, and it's gotcha. still just as accomplishing. Yeah. I never thought about that. Like, you know, there's one person that's kind of carrying the comedic, um, I guess, energy and everybody else is reacting. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, do you still do improv today or I do it in my podcast. So at the end of uh, the episode, uh, the person that I'm uh, chopping it up with that I'm interviewing uh, improviser, comedian or not improviser, comedian. Like I've had rappers uh, just do an improv scene with me. That's dope. Which is, dude, uh, I had La Russell on and he even was down to do an improv scene with me at the end. And I was just like, <laughs> this is crazy. So <laughs> Yeah, um, make sure plug that in at the end of the episode for sure. Oh, we'll do. It. It. Um, but I got you. Uh, let's move on to the next one more question, which is, how would you like to be honored? So, if there was a way I could express the energy you possess, what sort of act could I? Do? 
me know if you want more clarification on this question. Ooh, more clarification, please. For sure. So uh, the way I like to frame it is if you moved away, you know, your family and friends are still here in Cali and it's like your birthday. And we want to um, do something to feel that Christian energy. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what could we do? Is it improv or something different? No, nah, big karaoke party. Big oh. karaoke party. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. what, what's your go-to? You have a go-to song? Um, I got like a few. It depends if like, is, it, is the vibe like upbeat? Like, is this, am I trying to like hype up the room? Or is this like where we're getting a little serious and like they want to, you know, they want me to like actually, uh, like I, and if I actually want to sing something that displays my range. So let me, let me give you two scenarios. One, you're starting off the karaoke and then one, you're ending karaoke. <laughs> oh, starting off the karaoke for sure. Uh, that'd probably be something that everybody could get up and uh, it'd probably be like um, Lauren Hills can't take my eyes off you. Nice. That one's like that one has a mixture of the oldies that and then like and it's so such a classic, but it's upbeat enough that like uh, my generation or even, you know, the younger generation would like, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. And everyone knows the chorus, and so everyone, <laughs> everyone's singing along. I got you. And uh, what, what's your closer, you, if you have one? Mm, either "Ordinary People" by John Legend. Oh, ooh, okay. Or uh, "Lately" by Stevie Wonder. Both I, kind of like, both kind of heart wrenching. So, you know, I'm gonna. Uh myself out i don't think i know lately by stevie wonders i'm gonna have to check that one out uh, you know i know stevie's hits but i guess i just whole catalog uh but ordinary people that's that's a choice man because yeah that, that's one of those songs i haven't heard like i heard of it rec- I, I listened to it back recently but mm-hmm. probably been a decade since i heard that song and then now wow. that yeah now that i'm older and i listen to that song i'm like wow these this, this message in this song the lyrics is just hitting crazy <laughs> the lyricism like, is insane dude <laughs> timeless sure um but i got you so now now we know we should do karaoke for you <laughs> oh hell yeah thank you no worries uh and then my last question for you in the warm-up christian is uh on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself dude probably like a like a five honestly i think that i'm still so young and there's so much more to me that I that I can still discover because I don't know why I make so if I knew myself so well then why am I making the mistakes that I make mm. right yeah yeah you know I if I knew myself and like my actions and the consequences of my previous actions so well why am I not avoiding them right mm. and I think there's a that's a, a it's a, there's something bittersweet about that about the self-discovery because to discover yourself you're gonna have to like fuck up and then you learn from that because otherwise if you live your entire life succeeding succeeding never making a mistake then you're pretty two-dimensional good for you you're pretty two-dimensional but like the most interesting people i've ever spoken to are the ones that kind of like have been have been through it and that's how i how i think you gain wisdom and i think uh i'm a five out of ten wise because i've (laughs) I still have so much ahead of me, so I still surprise myself. I hear that. Uh, on that note, when has been the last time you surprised yourself? Like something where you know you were in a situation, you kind of doubted yourself, 
you were able to get through it and be like, wow, that's me. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I think it happened. I think on a general note, on on a general basis, it happens every single time I record a podcast with a guest. Sure. And yeah, dude, I surprised myself because just like improv, that's off the top. Like what we're doing, this is off the top of the dome too. Like how we respond to each other naturally, and how I sometimes I'm I surprise myself of like, wow, I never thought that. I would learn this about myself just speaking to another person. Mm. If, you know, if like a 15 year old Christian were to look up to 30 year old Christian right now, I'd be like, how are you like holding a conversation like that? Like, how are you, um, man, you're listening so well, uh, because I don't know, I feel like, uh, around those times when I first started doing improv and I was like, oh man, I'm so funny. I was just like, (laughs) talk too much, like Christian shut the fuck up. Uh, but doing you know doing my podcast every week that teaches you to listen and i surprise myself with you know with listening and what i learned from other people through listening hear that um you know since we're talking about the pod um when when did you start like how long you been doing it for uh i've been doing it for four and a half years about i started in uh july 2019 that's wild right before uh everything changed right (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) but <laughs> back then were you doing virtual or already in person already in person Sick. yeah because um so i didn't start off by myself uh uh the solo journey is uh more of like a recent change uh, i started off with uh one of my best homies uh and the reason why it's called it can't be that bad is because uh we used to review and defend bad movies and just <laughs> try, to find, try to find the best stuff in it and then um yeah well we re- we started like interviewing creatives artists and uh longtime friends and anyone in between uh and now it's uh evolved into what it is now so yeah i got you um how would you describe what the pod is now for you it seems like from from an outsiding perspective you know you're doing interviews but i haven't really like seen i haven't looked at your catalog i gotta be honest but oh um, you're good man. but yeah uh what what is the focus now of the pod if, if it's changed from what it was when it started Dude, I try to just highlight conversations from creatives. Creatives are, like I said, longtime friends and anyone in between. It's not like, I I think there's something beautiful about not necessarily like me. uh, I, I think what I want it to be is just more so like a conversation like i ain't tripping if i have like a a rapper on and he wants to talk about his favorite taco bell item (laughs) for like 15 minutes and as long you know and it's as long as we're getting along and it's funny i want i want the listeners to feel like a fly on the wall uh with two two people getting to know each other and if that turns into a like a an interview then i for sure got questions in my back pocket because I I would ask those anyway if the cameras and microphones were off. So, yeah, I mean, I basically just conversations with creatives, artists, and uh, and friends is what I would kind of uh, water it down to. Love it, man. I think uh, we're operating on the same frequency out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We made it through the warm-up. Uh, I think it's time for us to jump into the icebreaker portion. 
go. You see, you got 34 seconds on the clock. Uh, would you, would you rather do a this or that or a word association? Uh, ooh, word association. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, just know, uh, I'm just gonna dig into a couple of the answers that you give. <laughs> so, okay, here we go. In three, two, one, family. Um, uh, br- brother, mom, mom, dad. So basic. Uh, got you. That's cool. Uh, dude, it's just like closeness. It's a, uh, it's uh, unconditional. It's um, it's roots. It's it's arguments, but it's also love. It's mistakes and it's learning. And it's uh, it's chapter one, is what that is. And uh, it's also the last chapter, in my opinion, too. Beginning gotcha. of the book, the end. So, yeah. um, cool. Sorry, I, I should have explained a little bit further, but I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> rap, I was gonna rapid fire like a bunch of words to you. And oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, do I keep talking? No, no, you good, you good, man. I, I think you gave a great answer for family. Okay, um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering if I should give you a couple more or if I just should dive deeper into your family answer. It's up to you. Yeah, no, I got. It. I'm like just caught off guard, you know. <laughs> but uh, let me give you a couple more words. I come back to the family thing. Um, All right. We don't got to time this part. Um, dance. Music. And imagine. Childhood. Gotcha. Stop there. Uh, when when I said imagine, you said childhood. Uh, why yeah. did childhood come up? I mean that's like that's what truly being unfiltered is man your children are so innocent and so bright and bushy-eyed to the point that like we entertain ourselves through imagination which is one of the most beautiful things that uh is catalytic for our individuality you know some of like we i say this so many times on my podcast but i say we are our childhood everything and like part of that is imagination like we when when the common question of being asked like what do you want to be when you grow up we don't know about school we don't know about uh tuition we don't know about bills we don't know about nine to fives but we use our imagination from what we know from like cartoons like i want to be a doctor i want to be a lawyer i want to be a singer how many times have i told myself i want to be a singer and i imagine like you know i would i would stand on my parents bed when they're away at work and i would pretend to sing mm. to a big crowd that's imagination and that's stuff that you take with you subconsciously and hopefully you use that as some fuel to drive you to to follow your dreams i got you um you ever met anybody that doesn't have that powerful imagination i feel like sometimes when i talk to people or or not everyone but there have been people in my life where you know i'll ask them to imagine something i can't like that doesn't you know happen in my mind and it i'm not saying that it's weird but it, it is different and i always have to be like man i, I wonder what your child was childhood was like um for me, I was a only child, so I had a lot of time alone in my room. And I think the imagination was the thing that gravitated towards, you know, because it was keep me busy. But yeah, for you, have you many folks that seem like they just 
yeah i've i've met people like that and um you know to each their own but like there's so much more out there yeah. like if, like i'm sorry if uh you didn't have a creative imagination growing up i hope you're well be well please um <laughs> But there's so much fun, even me as a as a grown man, just like the thing, the things I think of to myself just makes me chuckle. And then like, you know, <laughs> and all all ideas start off with imagination. So even when you have a creative endeavors like this, like, it, it, you know, the way you thought of your logo, the way you thought of like uh, branding the number 34 um you know even this overlay everything starts off with like having that imagination and, uh, and visualizing it and then bringing it to fruition so dude it, it's so fun like i don't yeah. know if I, I i can stop myself from doing that and even when you know maybe it's my not my intention or not something i plan it just happens so yeah i mean yeah, for the folks out there who who seem to not are unable to imagine i think they are imagining they just didn't know that's what i almost want to oh you're doing it <laughs> but, yeah uh, you're not yeah. realizing it <laughs> yeah Talk a little bit more about childhood um well do you remember the first thing you wanted to be was a singer that was yeah that was probably remember. the first thing yeah what, uh, what, what drew you to that um my mom claims that when i was two years old and she would be driving around and I was in my car seat in the car uh, that I would sing at the top of my lungs at two years old unchained melody um, <laughs> because my my dad sang a lot of karaoke my family you know it's part of the culture you sing a lot of karaoke and so like when she noticed that I was able to hold a tune like when my dad noticed I was able to hold a tune I mean he just put me through the ringer <laughs> just uh we started seeing karaoke all the time he started finding these oldies these songs that uh, he thought fit my voice as as a child and like I started listening to these songs as a child and falling in love with uh, you know with Frank Sinatra Dean Martin all these uh, rat pack singers and uh, uh, it, it I, I began to hone that craft and so that's where it began that's what's up um, oh yeah and then going back to family uh, what's one quality you feel like you got from moms and one quality you feel like you got from um, I got showmanship from my mother. I got um, I got lack of filter from my mother um, <laughs> because uh, she's always just performing. She's always just like kind of dancing or if, if she notices that we're my brother and I are recording her because she's doing something silly, then she'll instantly go into like performer mode and start, I don't know, just... <laughs> So it's yeah say she's like cooking in the kitchen she's just and we start recording her she's just like oh hi there i'm cooking i'm cooking this and that and i love my two beautiful children and then i'm like yeah that that makes sense that makes sense that's like well why i would want to be on stage um from my father i think uh he he taught me like uh how to be kind how to be my best self um, taught me patience. Um, he taught me, he's the first person I've ever seen angry, like truly angry. And he's the first person that I've seen uh, get to that level. And me saying, me 
not wanting to ever get to that level because uh you know he didn't like that part of himself and so um yeah he taught me that he, he's he's taught me to keep a simple life because a simple life is a happy life is what he would always say um right. and to, i think one of the main things that i've gotten from him is uh enjoying the little things like gotcha. little things mean a lot he's the type of person that'll eat a crepe and just talk about this chocolate crepe for five minutes and now i'm turning into that old filipino man that'll have uh like a, a weird dessert at some random restaurant in napa and then talk my fiance's ear off be like oh my god like the texture on this thing is you know it's small things man yeah man is uh very appreciative i hear that sounds like your mom is a star though <laughs> she's something she's something <laughs> i gotcha oh uh, well all right doc oh one more thing um you got you talked about moms you talked about pops what's one thing what quality you got you feel like you had got from your environment mm -hmm. your you know your or... um from my environment growing up growing up around so i have a bunch of female cousins uh and i talk about this a lot and because it's it's truly once again i am my childhood uh my my grandmother had 10 children mm -hmm. and of those 10 children uh they each had three or more kids and those kids at least 80 percent of them were females okay. my cousins. so there's just i just have so many female cousins and that environment taught me how to uh taught me how to be emotional i think to like be cool with my emotions like i had said before like growing up in a traditional filipino household as a straight filipino man teaches you know like don't cry like don't 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 cry like be be a man be strong um but when you're surrounded by girls like it's okay that you cry you know they're they cry and then they talk about it and that's uh something that i bring into my life every every single day i think i'm very intact with my emotions and i think it's uh it's i'm i'm grateful for that that's a gift man for sure i think it's something i still show i don't think i talk about it enough i know i know there's there's people that would probably appreciate it more if i did yeah i hear it mm. all right man i think we made it to earn the wheel of fate oh man <laughs> so uh as i give the wheel a spin remember if there's any question or topic that feels too deep or personal feel free to pass pressure to gotcha so you got number 21 it's right there on the line but one for you what are five words that describe you like hmm. not a sentence per se but just like boom. okay sounds good um creative uh goofy uh aloof um uh sensitive and I would, I would like to say yeah funny funny gotcha uh which one of those do you feel like you value the most 
Um, probably like, probably sensitive, and that's not just like from people saying things to me about me, and it, I feel that. But it's like the things that happen to people around me, and how how that makes me feel. You know, like uh, I think that's why I love movies so much. I think uh, as you can see behind me, I have a bunch of like random VHSs. See that man? Uh, see the collection? I'm sure that's, yeah. only, that's only a small part of the collection. <laughs> a very, very small part of the collection. <laughs> um, yeah, because I like stories, dude. I like stories, and I feel, I feel a lot. And dude, it feels good to feel. And uh, if you can't feel it through your own life, sometimes because it's so routine, or you're just numb to whatever's going on. Every single time I pop in a movie that I know is gonna make me feel, uh, yeah, that that's a good feeling. <laughs> Yeah. What's the what's the last movie that made you feel something? Damn. Um the last movie that made me feel something was probably uh Saltburn, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I almost want to get your like a uh, non-spoiler one one sentence review of that cuz I haven't seen it myself yet, but <laughs> well, you haven't seen it yourself yet? Uh, I've I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of things about it. Um and yeah, I just haven't I haven't been able to press play yet, but <laughs> yeah. Well, why did that move you? A uh, dude, there's so many left turns that um, uh, okay. There's hella left turns. Whatever you think <laughs> is going on, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Whatever you think is about to happen, that for sure ain't gonna happen. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's uh, yeah, man, that made me feel so much because I'm like thinking like wow what in, what incredible acting what uh, what a great script but who in the right mind sat down at a boardroom meeting it was just like yeah this is this is fucking cinema gold and <laughs> it is which it truly is but like the fact that there was a team that was just like unfazed and slept that night after uh uh passing this i'm like wow y'all are y'all are wild <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's what I've heard. Um, I'll how many stars you give it out of five? Four. Okay, pretty solid. Solid four. Solid four out of five. You, I don't know if you've seen the trailer because I don't normally like watching trailers, but when I do, uh, I almost feel like now that you're giving me this review, it's like whatever I saw in the trailer probably isn't like indicative of what really happens in the. <laughs> yeah nah it's just kind of like just clips yeah for sure like i've seen multiple trailers of it prior to watching it and uh yeah just throw all of that away <laughs> okay i got you <laughs> for sure don't keep my expectations uh <laughs> oh, but yeah i hear you i hear you i'll definitely check it out uh, let me give the wheel another spin sounds good this one is number five number five is what do you want to become? Uh, I know you are who you are right now, but mm -hmm. looking into the future, what is your vision for yourself? Damn, dude. Um, who do I want to become? That's a big question because I don't know, man. Like there, there was a part of me that really want, you know, like as a kid, like I wanted to be on stage and really do what I love to make money, which I still, which is still a dream. Like it'd be dope if I could take podcasting and like get paid for it. Or if I could just, uh, finally write some music or sing and, uh, or just 
go go i don't know even be like with a cover band and just make some money singing at casinos that'd be dope too but as i got older like i there there's there's nothing wrong with that white picket fence life you know my my fiance and i bought a house here in vallejo in september of 2022 congratulations man. <laughs> thank you thank you man like it's a, it's it's tough <laughs> you know i don't have i don't have fun money uh at all anymore so i just like everything goes to the mortgage but there's something beautiful with like imagining growing old with this woman and imagining like the hypothetical of having kids if she wants kids it's her and, you know that's it's uh, i'm i'm purely just uh the ammo and she's the vessel no pressure uh, no pressure yeah no no pressure at all when <laughs> if she says jump i say when and then, <laughs> i got yeah. you and then 30 seconds later, she's uh, she's pregnant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, there's so I mean, a part of me wants to be that family. man. Part of me just wants to, like, you know, retire normally and grow old peacefully with some with some little youngins. But then there's another part of me that's just kind of like, nah, this ain't the end, Christian. Like, see it through. You never know what's going to happen. But there's also a balance of it of there being both. I could be a 67 year old guy interviewing like local artists <laughs> and be like, "All right, I'll see you later," and then, uh, yeah, retired and chilling at home. Honestly, that that might be when you pop off, right? Because people are going to be like, "Oh, you guys seen the 67 year old guy just interviewing?" <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> well that's crazy." Yeah, they'll, they'll love you then, you know. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, "That's so that's so original." This old man. <laughs> feel it man a part of a part of me feels that way too like um with this pod and just any other dreams i might have it's like it's hard to let go um and i i'd be thinking if i'm still doing it at such an old age maybe that's when finally like attracted to it and oh yeah i respect this old guy for still doing his dream (laughs) yeah there's respect with the uh consistency or uh, with the uh consistency persistence and uh I don't know, just doing the damn thing wherever it it brings you, you know? Yeah, gotcha. Let me give uh, the wheel another spin. just want to thank you again, man. I, ho- I hope you're having fun. You have about uh, 20, Great time. 20-ish minutes left in the pod. Sounds good. We go with number 30. Is uh, What is a story that no one believes? You, you probably try to tell people and they're like, ah, oh, nah. <laughs> oh, dude, I got so many. Um... <laughs> fuck uh i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of like there there's probably i mean i put a there's a promo of it that i when i had la russell on and i talked about it oh man i mean it's pretty it's pretty crass though and profane so i probably won't do that one uh gotcha but but uh yeah when i was a kid um i got i got bullied and made fun of a lot as a fat kid um you know and i remember there was this one day in first grade that i was fed up and there was this there was this kid that like called me fat and it was the straw that broke the camel's back and instead of like i don't know throwing hands not not promoting that you should you know uh settle things with violence but i was a kid and i was a sensitive kid and i was up to here with it with this kid just calling me i forget what he called me chubby or fat i i bit him i took his arm and I him and uh, no one believed 
Oh, oh one second. Uh, cutting in and out a little bit. I don't know if you can hear me. One, two, one, two. Oh. You got me? Got me. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, okay. Are we good? Okay, my bad. I think because it's like raining pretty hard where I'm at, so my Wi-Fi has been spotty because of it. It's all good. You know, we can edit it post. Uh, but yeah, you were talking okay. about the last straw. Called you chubby. What happened? Yeah. Last straw. He called me chubby. I was up to here with it, and so I I took his arm and I bit his arm. Oh and, snap! Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and no one believes that. No one's just like that. He remembers. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> People are thinking like, why didn't you just throw hands like a normal kid? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. And it's what, what, why that backfires is that when someone calls you fat and you bite them, people are starting to think that you were trying to eat him. <laughs> and now they're thinking you're like, you know, like no wonder, no, <laughs> no wonder he's, he's eating all the, this guy's eating all the first graders on the playground. That's wild, man. But yeah, I hope he learned his lesson. He learned his lesson after that. <laughs> like, I think I'm not, so, I'm man. I'm not messing with this guy no more. <laughs> <laughs> I pushed trauma out, so it's it's, it's like I, I, it's, I blacked out after that. We'll see. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that story, man. Of um, course. Nah, I, I feel you. Um, I was a chubby kid as well. Uh, for you, and it affects me in my adulthood. Right, like, um, I still try to work out every day. I, I try not to become. Yeah. Every kid or you does that ever play into your life nowadays or you've really just been let it go by now every single day every single minute <laughs> i think about it man it's like i didn't lose weight until i was like 20 years old i was i was um 255 pounds at 20 years old yeah. um yeah. and so i definitely have some i have a lot of body dysmorphia i have like a lot of like vanity issues um because i i knew how much my looks affected me growing up right for sure uh, but i wouldn't have any other way because growing up a chubby kid that teaches you personality when you're not aesthetically pleasing to uh the eye and you know kids are mean young people are mean all the way to like fucking high school you learn how to make friends and how to attract people in other ways in the important ways the ones that are evergreen so um I, I think I did okay in that department. I got you, man. Damn, I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. Uh, yeah, for you, what's? I want to say you have a go-to to connect with people, but what, what seems to just flow easily for you? Try to connect. Ask them about them. Um, <laughs> that's why we do what we do. I guess. That's why we do what we do, dude. I mean, like, there's so many times when people like just come up to me like even friends even friends that i have now sometimes we'll like hang out for three hours and i know everything about their <laughs> life uh because they're down to talk about their life for three hours like i know everything about their childhood about their last trip that they took about their last three relationships um and then they don't even know what i they don't remember what i do for a living so <laughs> i got you yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense, man. Um, people, I mean, it's good that people have a way to, they have you to listen to them. I think we all need a listener 
now and then but for you have you been able to have that release to like be the talker and have some you right now <laughs> that's true that's true yeah, in, your, dude, in, like, in your everyday life i get um in or, my yeah aside my from your fiance but yeah I, I, I know she listens to you too but yeah is it easy to find those people that will listen i think um I, we didn't get to do the this or that portion but mm. one of my questions in there was like group hangout or one-on-one hangout mm. and, and for me I'm, i definitely go for one hangout yeah because that's where i feel most heard to be honest like if i'm in a group i do more listening or everyone wants to talk so i a lot of opportunities to listen one-on-one is when i i feel like i got the mic I feel like i could talk and yeah yeah no that's that's a i vibe with that completely and i think that's why you and i are getting along right now at least i hope we're getting along <laughs> uh, uh no because it's these one-on-one hangs and uh, you know it, it's uh, it's having a podcast does this i mean like it's so dope because like otherwise i keep telling like a lot of the people that come on you know like these people that i see at music events because i have a lot of like rappers and singers come on i always tell them be like like this was dope like i got to kick it with you for two hours like this is the longest conversation we've ever had otherwise we just dab it up like um when we're at these events yeah Uh, um but to answer your question earlier than that in my everyday life no it's a little more uh i would say on the more difficult side for me to to be to be heard in that sense Mm -hmm. and i i think it comes from not wanting to be that person that always talks about themselves and all and ha- you and having received criticism at a young age around that time when i started doing improv just like man christian talks a lot that like i don't want to be that person in my everyday life so usually when i talk to people i like ask them about their life and uh, if they want to if they want to play conversation like a tennis match and go back and forth, I'm down. But if it's just me pitching the ball to them and they're swinging, then I'm down for that too. You know, I hear that, man. Um, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that energy. I think we got time for one more spin, so I'm gonna just go for it. Sounds uh, good. One's going to be number twenty-six. That is, what message or quote would you say resonates with? Hmm. Uh, can I say two? Absolutely. So one I had mentioned prior, I think I'll bring with me into the grave, uh, is that little things mean a lot. Little things will forever mean a lot. Little things are the, are, are the nuances in life that, uh, make the biggest difference actually. Uh, little things are make, or is what makes us individual from each other. Uh, so shout out to my father for that. Um, and the second quote, and I, I don't know where I heard this. I've, I forget, uh, but, and I've, I've lost and I can't say verbatim and where it's originated, but, uh, it's somewhere along the lines of, you know, I get a lot of, uh, criticism for being a nice person or very, very nice. And that, I. I'm very open and that I see the good in people and I give the benefit of the doubt. And but I'd rather that than be uh than be a cold-hearted person. So the quote goes something like this. It's um I'd rather 
get hurt from being open, loving, and being a nice individual than hurt someone else from being cold, reserved, and closed off. So something like that. Hear that, man. Sure. Uh, Emma, I wonder if it was a movie or something. <laughs> I don't know. Got that from, but for sure. Uh, dig it. Dig it. Thank you. Any, I don't know if you wanted to go further with that. If not, you could put that. That was pretty poetic. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Sure. Uh, all right, man. Um, we made it to the portion of the pod where we go to the close questions. But before we get there, um, I want to set the stage for you for this one little exercise. It's called the 34th month. Mm-hmm. So basically, it goes, I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. Let me know when you're ready so I could kind of set the stage for you. Yeah. Then I'll let you know when to, when to rip. But <laughs> you got it in your head, let me know. Um, as of right now, since I've been more in my feels, I think it'll be like a little, a little more from like the heart. So I think I, I, uh, I think I'm ready. All right. Here you go. Going to be speaking to the universe. I am, I can, I will go, go for it. I am good enough. I can be loved and I will succeed. So, yeah. Gotcha, man. Thank you for sharing. If you ever need a reminder, now you have this little sound bite. Um, you know, I tell people to set it as their alarm. You know. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, ooh, and we've we've made it to close out questions. This next question is actually from my previous guest. So, uh, shout out to K Seven. K Seven's question for you is: If at the end of your journey you get everything that you ever dreamed of like you you got to your vision would you reset you know, start all over if you had the chance Woo. Ah. <laughs> um no man i think uh i wouldn't start over that's so scary man like the connections the friends the people that i've made the mistakes that I've made, that's that's me. And I can't have it any other way. Yeah. I feel that, man. Oh. To, yeah, to erase it, that just means that I live the life in regret. And why change it if I don't regret it? Yeah, I, I did not think of it that way. Um, I remember my answer to it was like, because I haven't gotten there, I don't think I would. <laughs> but I feel like once oh. I get there and have like lived it a little while, then maybe uh, my answer would but for now, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I would not so, do that. <laughs> so good to know. Um, and then next question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest on third? Ooh, um if mm, I don't want it to be cheesy. I mean like I feel like I've heard this one, like, if you, if you could go back in time and, like, say something to your younger self, what would it be? But, like, I feel like everyone's been asked that question. It's a beautiful question, but, uh, ooh, uh, and it's, I guess it's a little more on your send off. What's, what's the song that you want playing, uh, when you're, when you're going, when you're transitioning from this life to whatever else is out there? Damn, the send off? The send-off music. What is that? 
I'm, I'm just going to write this down real quick. What is... Yeah. That's a hard one, man. I, li- I like to answer this last one, too. Um, I feel like a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, songs come to mind, for sure. And I don't know why this one comes to mind. Um, it's a Mac Miller song. Uh, and uh, I, I remember the way it makes me feel it's very reflective very like uh it makes me i don't know the the my the i don't know if you know the song i'm gonna just say the lyrics my regrets feel like feel like text i shouldn't send um we're more like we could be neighbors but more like strangers we might be friends something like that um i just need a way out my head anything for way out my head yeah anyways that's how the song goes and <laughs> like damn i think that might be it right wow. now if you're gonna ask me that question wow don't you if wow. you haven't heard it i would recommend it <laughs> what's the title of the song let me look it up right now for you i do not want to butcher it <laughs> i regress look next <laughs> <laughs> it is called come back to earth wow <laughs> I'm back to Earth. That's crazy. Man. That's wild. Connection, wow. man. Connection. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Mac Miller, come back to Earth. Mac Miller, rest in peace. R.I.P. Man. Last question for you, Christian. Question that ties everything together. 100, 200, 300 years from now, our descendants watching this video, what would you like to tell them? It's always going to be okay. It's always going to be okay. Uh, No matter what you... Your past, don't judge yourself on your mistakes. Uh, Judge yourself for your triumphs. You know? Life's a beautiful thing. Enjoy it. Um, And I hope you're happy and be well. Oh, man. They hear you. I hear you. Any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? Um, you're dope. You're super cool. Uh, <laughs> great questions. Great vibes. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, if you ever wanted to come on the podcast, hit me up. And uh, wait, where, where are you based out of? Daily City. So I'm lo- in Daily City. I'm close okay. enough. I'm close enough, man. Benicia's not that far. Yeah. Uh, or Vallejo, I guess. Yeah, Vallejo. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I mean, if that's an invite, I would love to say yes and you let me know what works for you and I'll do what I can. Um, that'd be dope as hell. Uh, I hell yeah. I kind of want to hear what questions you got for me and <laughs> how that, mm-hmm. how that would that flow. Um, but yeah, uh, please uh, plug in everything right now. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's up y'all. You guys could follow my personal Instagram at Christian has asthma. I do have asthma. Um, but if you guys want to follow the podcast, which I would much prefer you to follow the podcast, cause that's where I put my time and energy into. I have a podcast they call, and it's called, it can't be that bad podcast. Also known as ICBTB podcast. That's the handle ICBTB podcast. You were saying, uh, you were saying, um, I, uh, I hope you really like the videos. I work really hard on, on them, and I bought really expensive cameras. <laughs> that's where you kind of oh, put out. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy very expensive cameras. 
uh yeah check it out on youtube check it out on spotify the video episodes are available on spotify so if you got that and you just kind of want to see what my face looks like i hope i don't disappoint i'm fairly <laughs> symmetrical um yeah check it out on that i got some dope people on the podcast um i i got uh rappers like la russell i got neff the pharaoh on i got um local vallejo creators creatives artists singers uh i got um mma fighters coming on i it's good it's a beautiful thing people are beautiful and i get to know them on my podcast so if you want to get to know them with me come through and check it out please go check it out yo we need this more more of this energy in the universe um so i appreciate you christian for doing what you do i appreciate you man let's make it happen man i i feel i feel like we can cook something up that would be pretty dope um but yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> thank you for yeah coming. dude thank you for coming through once more i want to thank the folks out there if you watching it on youtube listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, i appreciate your time as well please remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace peace uh, i'm gonna let the credits roll